from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Friday, April 8th. I'm Marco Werman. Foreign Service officers rallied in Washington today to protest the looming government shutdown. A shutdown would not just be a sorry spectacle here at home, but we need to also keep in mind of how the world would look at this kind of a shutdown and how it reflects on America's leadership role in the world. The threat of a shutdown is also forcing people applying for passports to step on it. I don't have to travel for a couple weeks, but then it just dawned on me I better move. That's coming up. BBC News with Mike Cooper. More than 20 people have been killed in clashes between riot police and protesters in the Syrian city of Daraa. Security forces used live ammunition against thousands of anti-government demonstrators. There were reports of many wounded. Lena Sinjab reports. Eyewitnesses from the city of Daraa said the security forces opened fire on thousands of protesters who were calling for freedom. Demonstrators took to the streets across the country chanting Allah, Syria, freedom only. More protests and sit-ins are reported across the country with anger fueling protesters after the Daraa killing. There are concerns that situation could get worse across the country as protesters' demands haven't been met and promises made by the leadership are constantly followed by security crackdown and more killing. One of the world's biggest media groups, News International, is apologising and offering compensation for the actions of one of its British newspapers, which hacked into the mobile phones of celebrities over a sustained period. Here's Gabriel Gatehouse. These are sensational admissions that are likely to cost the newspaper tens of millions of dollars in compensation payments. The list of claimants includes film stars like the actress Sienna Miller and public figures such as the politician and former culture minister Tessa Jowell. A reporter and a private investigator at the News of the World had already been jailed in 2007 for hacking into voicemail messages left on mobile telephones. But the News of the World had always claimed that instances of hacking were isolated and that the pair acted without the knowledge of senior editors. It now appears that the problem went far further. The residence of the French ambassador to Ivory Coast has been shelled by forces loyal to Laurent Gbagbo, the politician who refuses to give up power. The building in the main city, Abidjan, was hit by mortar rounds and then by a rocket. It's the second such attack in less than two days. Abidjan is the scene of a bitter fight between Mr Gbagbo's forces and militia loyal to Alassane Ouattara, the man recognised internationally as the president of Ivory Coast. Hundreds of thousands of public sector workers in the United States will be sent home unless politicians in Washington can reach a deal on the government's budget by midnight local time. Tensions between Democratic and Republican members of Congress are said to be running high as they try to hammer out an agreement. The Senate Democrat majority leader, Harry Reid, said that letting public funding expire would have far-reaching consequences. People who just want to get a home loan, they get their tax refund or their paycheck would damage our image and credibility around the world. But Republicans are asking me to sacrifice my wife's health, my daughter's health, and my nine granddaughters' health. They're asking me to sacrifice the health of women in Nevada and all across this country. But, Mr. President, I'm not going to be part of that. I won't do it. I'm Mike Cooper in London with World News from the BBC. 
Explosions have hit two towns in Nigeria on the eve of parliamentary elections. Several casualties were reported from a blast at electoral commission offices in the central town of Suleja. Officials said they thought it was a bomb attack. Earlier, a bomb went off in the northern city of Kaduna, killing one person. Several other explosive devices were defused by the security forces who had warned of a plot to disrupt the elections. The NATO Secretary-General, Anas Forasmussen, has described an airstrike on a column of Libyan rebel tanks as a very unfortunate incident.